The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. Presents Tangents with Friends. Your source for pop culture. Geek News. Movies and television. Anything else? But no sports. And now here are your hosts, Joe Mays and friends. All right, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Tangents with Friends. I'm your host, Joe Mays, but along with me, no, I'm not alone, are our regular sitting guests. That would be the Baronshausen brothers, Brian and Brent. How you doing, guys? Good. Looking forward to this. Hey, how's it going? All right, so we are back. Uh, first time in three weeks, but this is much more regular than we've been in the past. We... Uh, you know, kind of do this whenever it fits our schedules, whenever we have something to talk about. But with all of us seemingly uh, locked down and staying home as much as possible, it's freed up some time and topics for us to talk about. And the one we're going to discuss this evening was brought up by Brent. So I'm going to let him do the introduction of what we're discussing. Yes, indeed. Uh, so much time on our hands and uh, nothing to do. Uh, nothing to go out and do anyway. It's tough, tough time right now because uh, for once, you're right, we actually have time to do this podcast, which is really cool. One thing that we can do remotely. Uh, but it's tough because we're, you know, it's easy to say, hey, let's go out, go see a movie. Can't do that. Let's go to a baseball game. Can't do that. Let's go to get breakfast at our favorite bre- place to go breakfast. Can't do that. So and uh, one of those things that we were going to do, Joey, um, last sat- Sunday was go to a toy show. And uh, at uh, Leesport, Pennsylvania, uh, at, our, at our, one of our favorite uh, places to go yeah, for one uh, of our favorites for sure, flea markets. So uh, I thought to, to myself, if we can't go to toy shows right now, because uh, it's been a while since I've been to an actual toy show, I've been super busy. But uh, since we can't go out and go to toy shows, let's reminisce about some of the old times and and how we both uh how all three of us kind of got into the toy show scene going to visit toy shows and uh you know searching hunting toy hunting and things like that for the the various things that we collect and so forth so uh thought it'd be good to at least because we can't can't actually go partake in a 
actual toy show. Let's talk about our history with toy shows and the various places we've been and, and the many adventures that we, that we had doing those things. So, yeah, I think it's funny that toy shows, like when people hear us say toy show, they probably are thinking of things like San Diego comic-con. Like, I feel like they, when they picture us say, Oh, we're going to a toy show. They're like, Oh, so it's this huge room with all these vendors, like professional vendors. And what we're talking about is literally like glorified flea markets is essentially what we're, what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, But usually they do have a a toy focus, at least the main one, the one that we yearn for that has been out of our lives now for a good like 10 years, unfortunately, uh, for the better part of 10 years. Um, And that's one that we're going to. We're definitely going to get to, but the one that Brett's talking about, Leesport's always a lot of fun because that is a legitimate flea market. That is for pretty much anything. You know, you can get food and flowers to uh, vintage and and retro inspired things and furniture and, 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 you know, toys and collectibles. It's mostly just people doing uh, yard sales at a collective area. Um, They do sponsor, quote, toy shows or, or, card shows if you're still into trading cards and one of them was supposed to be um last sunday and brett and i had put it on our calendar and we're ready to go and and you could even buy deep fried cauliflower exactly well, that's what i mean when i'm talking about food i'm talking about the good stuff i'm talking about <laughs> breaded and fried so you get you get, a, you get a you get a, you get a grilled cheese sandwich you dip that in chocolate right. and then you dip that in that a deep can. fryer right, exactly. and then yep exactly yeah that, that yeah. is that is that is what we do that is what we i do, did so. think i was making that up but i'm sure if you googled it somebody's already done oh, that. i'm sure yeah yeah i don't think the worst thing Having got having performed at many a state and county fair in my day, the worst thing I've ever seen for that in terms of that stuff was literally I'm not even lying because I've saw I've seen lots of fried stuff, a deep fried stick of butter that you can buy and eat. <laughs> oh, God. there you go. Yeah, the whole stick of butter. It's an entire stick of butter, deep fried, and you can eat it. What worst thing I've ever worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Literally. So you haven't and tried it, it though. Oh, I've never tried it. I've had the deep fried Oreos before. Those things are ridiculous. You can really only have have two before you get diabetes, but it's really good. Like they're really amazing. So there's a there's an event that Brent and I have been to a few times together out in Pittsburgh called Steel City Con, and we can talk about yeah. that. Um, obviously, probably gonna... the closest thing. That's probably the closest thing uh, to what you were referring to as the San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. That's like the a Comic-Con of toy shows because a toy show slash Comic-Con because what makes that more of a con is uh, obviously is a con because they bring out they bring out the stars that you can go see and have your uh, autograph um get autographs and pictures taken with with various uh movie stars and so forth. So When was the last time you were at that Brent? Oh my gosh. It's probably close to a decade now. Well, it was it, it is because I graduated from grad school in 2011. Okay, so, so probably you probably went to the last one in December 2010. Then maybe, maybe, yeah, it could it could have been um, 2010, 2011, something like that would have been the last time I, which is kind of crazy, but um, great toy, great toy show, and from what you've described, because you have family out there and you've been out there more than I have to that one. Um, more more frequently anyway is that it's grown quite a bit too and i get yeah. emails and stuff from them with all the different uh updates and things like that and i can see that the number of uh people setting up vendors and the number of stars that they have has increased i believe quite a bit 
Yeah, it, it really has. Uh, I, I There's been a few, like, year-and-a-half, two-year hiatus from me getting there. Uh, we don't get to visit uh, Kelly's family out in the Pittsburgh area as much anymore with our girls in school. It, it's tougher to take off a Friday or a Monday to make a longer wilk- weekend and make the trek to go out there. So I think the last time we, Ken and I were there, Kelly's father um, was August 2018. So we're closing in on almost two years since I've been there, but it was wow. generally an annual event for the most part. First, it started with me and Brent, and then, then me, Ken, and Brent went a few times. And then it's mostly been Ken and I um, for the last, you know, better part of nine years or so off and on. Uh, there's some years that we went in August and December because they have three of them. It's usually August, December, and like April. And it's a great event, but yeah, Brent, if you haven't been there in close to a decade, it is probably at least doubled in size, if not tripled. Wow. Uh, they wow. used to have everything in one big room, yeah. including the, the guests, the, 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 you know, the special guests, which when we first started going were kind of like your, I, I, not to disrespect anyone, but like Ernie Hudson isn't the huge draw that we make him out to be. Like he's mm-hmm. very exciting, but some of the people they've gotten since then are, are definitely ones that are bigger, yeah. uh, more recent. Like William Shatner and stuff. Well, like well, that. yeah, like right. Shatner is kind of a, a a big name because he's been around yeah. for so long. But they've gotten more recent star type. I, I wouldn't say they've cracked like the upper echelon A list. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not getting um, people from Marvel movies or Star Wars movies. At least not the the top shelf from, right. from those you're franchises getting, you're getting maybe the little the little person that was in java's tail and, <laughs> right, and right, things yeah. like that well i mean you peter mayhew rest his soul has been there a few times um yeah i'm trying to think there's been other um you know but yeah they're always like the bit backup side characters from from star wars you haven't gotten any of the 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 big the big three from any generation um, at all and Ghostbusters right. you know we've gotten Ernie Hudson but we haven't seen anyone else making an appearance there but some big television shows like they've had some um, bit side parts um, minor players from uh, like Supernatural and The Walking Dead and mm. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you know it's just going to be a matter of time I would think in the next five years they're going to have a show where they have a huge huge get. Because this the the show has grown exponentially, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's come to the point where you need to get there crazy early, whatever day you end up going. It's always Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, if you get a three day pass, you get in a half an hour earlier, but you don't get like reserved parking or anything. And the parking situation um, gets exasperated quickly. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, but the the toys are are great now. Unfortunately because of how much geek culture and collecting has grown over the last, you know, two decades, everyone knows what they have. You're not finding these crazy bargains, which will definitely lead us to discussion of, uh, the event that the two of you started going to, um, right. Because that's, um, that's, I think what we're all focused on is, is that event. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do have one more, I do have one more question though. You have to, you have to jog my memory because, uh, it's hazy, but I always remember it. I will always remember it. So uh, we were traveling at one point. We might have even been coming back from a toy show or going to a toy show. And we stopped at another place that was like an old mill or like, I think you called it like the factory or something. Like it was like, I just remember it being like really super old building, all wood floors. Oh, this is the ghetto mall. Um, oh, what? yes. 
You talk about the ghetto, ghetto mall. mall in Allentown. The Allentown yeah. ghetto it's mall. It's in Allentown. Okay, it yeah. was in Allentown. So yeah, well, no, that was we, place, that was a main event. That we were going there for the, so a, the event a was comic at and the toy. Place. Yeah, it was at yeah. the place. It's just the weirdest building ever. And Brent and I have been I, there yeah. like five times. Yeah, it was. We, it was in really a, a really dilapidated part of town. Looked like an old yeah, you, milling you cross or like over very it, industrial like train tracks and like yep. It, it, it's it's yeah. just like plopped down in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't even look like a yep. mall because there's no windows. There's no well, windows. Yeah, right. If there's no yeah. way it, it, it's definitely an old mill or factory that was converted into like shops and right. it had the coolest atmosphere inside. But I will always remember there was, there was this one shop that was like step. I mean, this was, this was in the two, I guess, two thousands. We went there at some point, right? Like mid two thousands, I guess. I, actually, it probably yeah. was in the first year or two that I moved home before you moved to North Carolina. Yeah. I'm okay. guessing it was so like 2009, been, 2010 before yeah. you left. Yeah. 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 Like so, so we went, we go there and there's this one shop that was literally like stepping 10 years into the past. Like it was a card shop and the guy yes. had, the guy had cards, like just boxes of packs of cards set up all over the place. And it was like, he, it was just like this weird sort of oasis where you bought a pack of cards for like, I, you know, and, and these were games, these were card games that I played like in the nineties. So like my favorite card game was Netrunner, and he had Netrunner cards. He had overpower cards, Marvel overpower oh cards, he had everything set up. And like, yeah. it was just one, of, it had to have been one of these weird scenarios where like, it was almost like a mirage or something where like you buy a pack of cards and you leave and you come back and that card, that pack of cards gets like magically replaced. Cause nothing had changed in there for like a decade. Yeah. Um, it was it was wild. So I remember buying some cards from him, but I'm not kidding. Like I still have dreams about that place where I where I find really? it again. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, it's weird. It's in Allentown. Oh, I have Joey it. and I ha sorry, go ahead, Joey. No, 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 you finish. Go ahead. I was just saying that Joey and I happened upon it because we were helping out with a with a band competition. Yeah, we were there. running a band competition. Well, like we yeah. we were recruited to help run a band competition, yeah. I should say. Help yeah, sorry, we were assisting with the running of the band competition. Uh, and for and, and I guess what, what's the what's the Allen Allentown what's the um, amusement park out that way? What would be Dorney the amusement park, park out there? Dorney, Dorney park. park. So the kids would do would actually do the performing in that hall or something somewhere close to that, right? Mm. In, in that building, and then they would go to Dorney Park. It was just the weirdest place. They must use it the building as a, like a, a all-purpose facility. Yeah, basically, it's it's so an you can old listen mall to concerts that, and shop in that in that old mill. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Well, <laughs> and that, that that day, I think it was closed down for regular shopping because all the gates were down for all the right. All yeah, the different uh -huh. shops they they limited like to that. that like one area that I think Brent when we set up the band competition was like the arrival warm up area, and that was where the main part of the comic con was because that was the big yes. room. Where you then walked up a ramp into like what was actually the mall, but in that big room where yeah, it's just tables set up and it just had all those those comic holders, you know, all those big boxes yeah. you see everywhere and like all those tables had all those comics on it. That would that's right. the main hall. Um and so this right, place right. is called Merchants Square Mall. Yeah, Merchants Square Mall. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. Great Allentown Comic Con is still going on uh, a decade yeah. later. I believe they do I it. I still get emails, I think. So do I. So do I. And I'm I'm always like, Brent and I should go to that again, you know. Yeah, I mean it'd be fun. it's super tiny though. That's one thing I remember about it. It was like yeah, it was... Like, within like 20 minutes we we're like, okay, yeah, so, now now So what? we drove <laughs> an hour and now we saw everything in 20 minutes. I'm not sure. Yeah, right, sure. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. like didn't they, you get pictures of of uh, you, me with Darth Maul. 
Wasn't like I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. Were we yeah. outside yeah. too? Wasn't we're, like we hadn't even gotten inside yet, or maybe we were right outside maybe. the food area. Like I think that we're well, right up yeah. that ramp. Outside, there, was, there was also like a, a clone trooper or Boba Fett or somebody who yeah. like pl- like like put handcuffs on you and took pictures of like you being ha- like as his okay. bounty. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. well, that's awesome. Now I know um, Brian and Brent usually. Um, you're not in the area around the Thanksgiving time frame, um, but that is the next great Allentown Comic Con is November 21st to 22nd. So it's actually a two okay. day event, which leads right. me to believe that it had to have gotten bigger than when we were there a decade ago. Yeah, you um, can, yeah, two days. Oh, actually, there's uh, a schedule here, to... so let's uh, let's see yeah. what the schedule looks like for the great Allentown. I'm actually Comic-Con. going on my computer right now to see if I can find pictures of that. I believe my ex, I believe my ex girlfriend from Pittsburgh was with me at the time. I believe that I is think correct. Was, I think I have, I think I have pictures of it. So there's a there's advertisements for geek gaming, tabletop, and retro arcade, and a cosplay contest. Um, there's no no um, distributors or um, events listed on the schedule yet. There's a link for hotels, which tells me that they they had to have grown if they're advertising hotel blocks and things hotels, like that. Right, um, and it's two days and right. not just one. Um, Oh, here's that. It's actually an exhibit. I would go. Link, I would go back. So. I would go back just to find that store again. Just to find that right, car yeah. store again. Uh, exhibit um, space sales are not active, so they are not selling anything yet. Since it's seven months away, um, I'm not sure. Let's see if they they have anything about guests. It's a very nice website for for the way Brent and I saw it from the mid 2000s to 2010 when Brian when you went with us to see this website. If I went to the website first and then to the mall and it was the same way it was 10 to 15 years ago, I would feel bamboozled because the website's quite nice, quite nice. And the mall is what it is. It was essentially like a flea market inside. They haven't changed the mall at all? I don't know. I I don't know. I I highly (laughs) doubt it. I don't see why they would have. Um, Yeah, Merchant Square Mall. Um, you know, we'll have to, Brett, next time you and I are with Greg and who the heck knows when that'll happen. We'll just have to say that to him. Just be like, if we say these three words, what do you immediately think of merchant square mall? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember we drove to that place and we were driving away from it or something. Didn't like, who was, who, who was also with us that day? Was it, uh, uh, David, David, uh, was it, was it, hold on a second. I'm trying to. What was his name? Who who was with us that day? Well, David. Um, it, was, it wasn't Schwank, David Schwank. Right? It was. It Schwank, was. I think Schwank was there, and because he, he got out of the car and got like a bumper from some car and brought it in, or like a hubcap or something. Like oh, that. that's right. that? oh, that was that was when we were like, stuck in traffic on the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, was yeah. like, oh, look, a hubcap. He like he walked just, out like, of the walked car out. and picked up the hubcap. Yeah, yeah, so Brian, there's um, an ad here for the uh, retro arcade gaming, and it shows uh, all a bunch of marquees for Rampage, Pac Mania, Marvel uh, superheroes. TMNT 2, Atari Star Wars, uh, Street Fighter 2 okay. Champion Edition, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat, X-Men, Children of the Atom, The Punisher, nice. Original TMNT, Joust, Pac-Man, and Gauntlet. Wow. Um, and that, are those, all those machines going to be there at I, this show? Well, I would think if, you're adver- if you're using those as promotional material, you would want to have those games available to <laughs> yeah. play. Um, but this and is Merchant Square Mall geek- also. Okay, so this is not a permanent installation there. This is like a, a geek, that this geek con thing or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great it. question. I wonder if Merchant Square Mall has a site with the stores and pictures, and we can look at it on Google Maps. Oh, apparently, I'm pulling it up on Google Maps right now. Oh, so um, the site you were looking at was the site for the for the Allentown convent, the comic book convention. Correct. 
Um, ah, and it that'll does, explain why it was such high quality. It does. Yeah. Well, no, that, yeah, right, right, right. So I, I, if anyone who's ever watching this on Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope sees me pulling up and from above, it looks like a mall. Like you wouldn't think anything of it. It's uh-huh. not like it, it, it doesn't do it justice for what Brent and I are describing the inside to be like. Um, cause it's, it's something. No, you it's have something. to imagine like a knitting mill. Like from you know, like a, a mid twentieth century, early twentieth century, like knitting mill. Yeah, I am not finding the, I'm not finding the pictures of. You're not finding the Although I did, I did stumble upon pictures from Greg's bachelor party from 2012 or whatever this was. Uh, 2011, summer 2011. 2011. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Um, but but yeah, I can't find pictures from from that um, from that period from that event. I well, knew there were at one point. Yeah, there maybe definitely they were. were. My parents. I, I bet they were on my parents' old computer or something like that, and they just didn't last forever. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Well, that was nice. one nice trip through time to talk about yes. the Great Allentown well, Comic Con. Can, can I share one more thing that I remember from sure. that? Probably yeah. my, my, my fondest memory, and this is probably why it would bring me back there again. So there was one guy out of the whole thing. Well, there were some some people that had Star Wars toys. And then the, for the listeners out there, that basically is what I'm looking for. Star Wars, uh, vintage or, or modern Star Wars collectibles. Um, and I remember there's one guy that had like a, a Darth Vader's carrying case of figures. And he had it closed. And I was like, all right, let me just see what you got in the Darth Vader's carrying case. Because usually I've opened up and I, I have a pretty extensive collection of Star Wars figures, but those people out there that collect those things know that the last 17 figures in the vintage collection are the, are the Power of the Force series, which are the most, the rarest of them all, right? Which run anywhere. Came out in 1983, right? Like they were the yeah. ones that well, came out right before. 84, 85, actually, because 83 was, was uh, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. So 84, 85 would have been the mm-hmm. last run. They did one final push. They weren't promoting any type of movie that was coming out. Mm-hmm. They were just doing one final push and putting the collector is coin in. Is that the way that like Yak Face was in? That's well, Yak Face was technically uh, was technically Return. only a foreign release. Oh, really? And okay. uh, was on a tri logo mm-hmm. card. So I believe. Um, but yeah, so that mm-hmm. series though, and Yak Face was included in that that as well. But uh, that, that series is, is always elusive to me, and it's extremely expensive. Like normal Star Wars figures, loose with weapon, might cost like twenty bucks or. You know, if you can find them at a toy show for pretty cheap, those run fifty to one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a piece. So depending on if they have their condition and when they have weapons. So the guy yeah. opened up the case, and my jaw basically hit the floor, and I had to pick it up really quickly because I noticed amongst the the, the typical figures that he had that, I, that everybody has, he had he had some of the last seventeen figures like the Death Star Gunner. Um, I think, uh, for trying to forget, I'm forgetting what the other, some of the other ones were, but he had like maybe four or five of these figures. And I said, well, how much, I just said in general, just how much are your figures just in general? And he said, oh, let's just do three bucks a piece. <laughs> so I was like, I just picked up those. I, I couldn't have moved faster. I picked those figures out that exactly I needed. I got the money and I paid for them. Did they have right weapons? Away. Do they have weapons? They, they don't have weapons. Okay. Some of them, however, are 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 um I don't think any of them had weapons no but some of them I are stock weapons that I could take from another figure or buy or had extra weapons at home that I could pair up with them some of them like the imperial dignitary which is a guy in a purple cloak right. who is uh, the imperial's like you know right hand guy um that is a character that doesn't have that doesn't have any um 
extra accessories. And I did get him that day for like $3. And that thing probably sells for like 65 bucks or something like that. And that is why we go to these things. (laughs) And that's why you go for those things. Because this guy didn't really know what he had. I remember walking away and maybe one of his buddies being like, hey, like, what'd you sell him? Where'd you get those, like, kind of a thing? And I was just like, I don't know. I just got some, I think they're Star Wars figures. I kind of act like stupid about it. You know what I mean? Um, And like, but I knew exactly what he had. I knew exactly Mm -hmm. what he was getting. That's my probably my biggest takeaway in terms of what I got that day. Um, even though that was many, many, many years ago, I'll never forget it because now I still have those some of those last seventeen because of that day. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. I, w- once you started anyway. telling the story, I re- now I remember that happening and how excited you were. The only thing I remember buying that day was a few uh, of the original run uh, real Ghostbusters comic. You know. Um, mm-hmm. and they were selling for like a, a dollar or two or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't have any, so I think I bought like three or four. I, that, that was a, right. the start of my Ghostbusters comic, um, collection that has grown sure. substantially. But at that time, I think, I don't believe I had a bunch of the 88 mile per hour MPH uh, stuff. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to get whatever I could find. And, uh, well, that's the great thing about comic shows and toy shows. I feel like that is better than buying stuff online like eBay and things like that. Um, no offense to people that do that. Like if they want to go about that, buying things on eBay, that's, that's cool. But I feel like people on eBay do research more or mm-hmm. people at these comic shows or the toy shows, they're, they're just trying to like, they may be collectors themselves and they're just trying to finance their own collection. So they're just selling doubles of what they have or they're selling other things. So um, that I think, I've found the best deals going to toy shows and obviously going to flea markets where people don't know what they have that they're selling. Right. And that guy was an enigma because, uh, he, he, he was a guy at a, at a comic show that didn't really, I don't think he really knew what he had in terms of the figures that he had in there. He just knew they were Star Wars figures and he sold them for three bucks a piece, you know? Right. So, um, the next, the next steel city con to jump back there for a second is scheduled. It was rescheduled from April. It was supposed to be, I think the weekend maybe before Easter. So about three weeks ago, maybe the last time we did this show, um, they moved it to mid June. Now I don't know that that'll be happening because it's near, I mean, it's North of, um, Pittsburgh. So, uh, Mm. but they're still going to be grouped in with Pittsburgh in terms of this, uh, reopening that the governor has instituted across Pennsylvania. I don't know that that's going to be held in mid June. They might have to push that to August. Um, so they'll essentially have missed a show this year, having to delay or cancel the, the spring one. Uh, but the other big thing that the three of us have in common is probably the biggest of the bunch because it used to be the Holy Grail. Like it was something that we looked forward to on the calendar. You know, we had mm-hmm. countdowns for holidays and, and birthdays and, you know, movies and, and Toy Town. Toy Town. And, uh, yep. take, me to toy, and toy Town. take me to Toy Town. Take me to Toy Town. Take me to Toy Town. Oxfest, which I believe is a German <laughs> arts festival, I think is what the, the name at least comes uh, from. I think it means Das Toy Show. I think that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> um, das Augsfest, which is German for the Augsfest. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, and based on the uh, the website, which still is advertising this year's event to be July 31st, August 2nd, 2020, which mm-hmm. is the exact weekend that it has been as far as I can remember. Although I feel like at a time it was the second weekend and then they moved Toy Town. Do to you remember that when I flew home? I literally flew, yes. flew home from Indiana to go to yeah. this event with you. 
And yeah. they had moved the toy event a week before the main show, and none of us knew about it. Right. And we had missed it. Right. And that was the beginning can, of the end. But We can get to that day because that was a very – very interesting day. Yeah. But let's have Brian. Yeah. Let's have let's start from the beginning. Let's have Brian right. talk that's, about because Brian's Brian's really the one that discovered that right. toy show. Yeah. Well, that's right. what I was getting to because based on the, yeah. the cover images from their website, you would think that this is a giant vintage car and not an arts festival. But this was introduced to Brent and then to me by Brian. So let's let's Brian set mm-hmm. the scene for us. Right. So Das Alksfest is a car show. It's a vintage car show. It's a very large and from what I understand, a very well-respected car show in that part of Pennsylvania, but also on the East Coast. I mean, that the and the town uh, of McCungie, Pennsylvania is uh, at capacity for this car show. It it, it is, you know, the, the town has what, maybe like three streets in it or something. Um, yeah, it's but tiny. It, I mean, it's small. It's the definition of of small town Pennsylvania, right? But so, but it has every year it hosts this gigantic, well respected car show. Now, my father in law is a vintage car fanatic and goes. I mean, he is on for for lack of a better term, like he's on the circuit. He doesn't own any cars, but he's on the circuit during the summer months, right? So he has his whole calendar mapped out. Uh, from start to finish, like first car show of the season to end of the season. And McCungie is always sort of pride of place. Like that's always a huge one. So one year he, uh, he said to me, you know, we, uh, you, know, you should come to me, you come to this car show because there's a toy show that's part of it as well. And I was like, um, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I guess, but like, I didn't know what a toy show was, you know, and I'm thinking like old toys, like, uh, which are there, but like, you know, early 20th tin century toys, toys like tin toys, wind ups. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that, which are great to look at, but like, I don't collect those. It's not really a passion of mine. It's cool to see, but, but I went with him, you know, uh, and holy, like, so the, it's a, you know, what, so we get out of the, you have to take a bus to get to this place. So you drive up to Das Alksfest and then you get on a bus to take you to Toy Town. And I step off this bus onto a hill that overlooks a sports field for a local, for the local high school. And the sports field is just end to end filled with stalls of vendors selling, uh, every single toy from franchises that I love to types of toys that I love from. And it was just like, it was completely overwhelming. And I remember, I, I don't remember how much money I had with me that day, but, but it wasn't I, enough. I, it wasn't enough. And I, and it wasn't enough. And I got to the last stand and this guy was there. And I remember he was bagging his toys in plastic bags that were vintage plastic bags that had the Ghostbusters logo on them and were copyrighted like Columbia TriStar. And, and they were like, and I, I bought something with my last dollar from this guy. I only had a dollar left, but I found something to buy from him. So he would put it in one of those bags. Right. So it was just too much. There were too many things. I couldn't even process it. So like, it really was like stepping out into some kind of dream world. And, and, that began that began the the annual pilgrimage to Mukunji. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I remember you calling me, Brian, that day, and just being right. like, "You're you're never going to believe this." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. He's like, "Imagine like the biggest flea market, but every stand you go to 
is something that you desperately need. <laughs> you know, right, or really, right, you right, know. right, right, right. Um, well, like, yeah, like, we would go to what? flea markets all the time and like, yeah, you know, and, miss, you know, right? the flea markets have a hundred stands and maybe like a third of those is something that you would gravitate toward to be like the, the gold mine for toys. Right. But this right. was every single one was toys. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I remember you got me something that day, Brian, you bought me a, uh, it was like five bucks. You got me a vintage Empire Strikes Back carrying case, one of the vinyl carrying cases. That's and right. It was in not the greatest condition, but you picked it up for five bucks. I think the snap that snap had. I still yeah. have it upstairs. Upstairs, uh, but uh, the snap broke off or so had was was didn't work anymore. So, but the picture on the mm-hmm. front looked good. It had all the inserts for the board and everything like that. And I remember mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. picking that up for me that day but yep. yeah you're, you're, you're i forgot fun, i remember about your that. funds being limited that day like you just didn't expect to have right. to run i think into a giant... it took like 20 or 30 bucks with me right like yeah. and who knew you know yeah, it was right, just right. like i could have i could have spent that on the first the first yeah. stand and then i was like trying to be like miserly with my money because yeah. there was so many things that i wanted to get and could have gotten and it was just you know yeah i was prepared yeah. at all was not prepared at all right so brian this was probably close to do two decades ago now when you were introduced right. to this by your eventual father-in-law eventual father-in-law well yeah <laughs> um, he wasn't my father my father-in-law yeah so that was, this is probably the summer of 2000 2001 2002 maybe i would guess i would guess yeah and then um, probably you i assume you took brent the next year because of how amazing it was mm-hmm. and then yeah. you guys went yeah, we so went the next yeah you went a couple years before finally being like you need to come to this like and right. for a while, it had been the same time that our families went to the beach, like that first weekend in August. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. We had been going to the beach together. And I remember this is like August, like 04 or something like that. And being down at the beach with my family and your parents were there and just being like, you know, the the bees came down and Brian and Brent didn't even come. I was like, there's got to be a reason they're not here. <laughs> and, yes. and I was like, they're, yeah. they're missing time at the beach. Like, this is just well, super, right. super weird. Well, and your was... mom was like, oh, they're at the toy show. I'm like, toy show? And that's when I yep. think, like, we started talking about it. And you're like, you guys, yeah. you should come next year. And I think, yeah. I think that I came the next year and I was just like, this is the greatest place in the world. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, have, and I think, you know, that... The vibe that, that the vibe, like, you know, in the Venn diagram between like, you know, flea market and like comic convention, this leans much further toward like the flea market kind. It's not like Steel City Comic Con where you're having like, you know, right. vendors. Yeah, there with, weren't like with, tables uh, of comics it, everywhere. It was tables of Right. Toys. And or like, you know, celebrities or I mean, this is like a field of of people selling, you know, vintage toys. Well, but it's it was also a toy you know, the, the just... Empire no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Well, I was going to say the Empire Strikes Back carrying case is the perfect example of like what you're going to find at this place. You, it might not be like mint in box. It might not be in pristine condition. It might not be. Uh, it, you might find part of the set, but not the whole set. But mm-hmm. you're going to find that thing that you didn't know that that you've been looking for forever ever that you know it's going to be priced reasonably because it, it just you know it's not there to be collected it's not there to be displayed it's there to be like purchased and loved and like mm-hmm. you know that that is like the the sweet spot for this toy show well, like that's that's very um, true especially for the outdoor portion of it because if you guys remember there was an right. outdoor portion of it which was literally flea markety which is why things were so much more affordable and i feel right. like that was because the, the vendors didn't have to spend as much money for a lot in that, 
But if you went to the indoor portion of the, of the toy show, which was inside the school attached to this, uh, attached to this, this field that Brian was talking about, that's where like the higher price items were. That's where you're going to find all of your, um, inboxed, uh, figures and, and, and play sets and things like that, that people are paying a little right. bit extra, extra money to protect. Cause that's the climate controlled. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. And yep. we always journeyed in there, but I don't think we ever found much or if we found stuff, it was, we're like, well, we can't afford to, to buy that now. Um, yeah. DOS yeah. Oxfest mm-hmm. itself, I believe is entering its, I think this summer would be its 56th year. So this has been happening since what, about 1965, you know, mid sixties, this has been occurring mm-hmm. in McCunji mm-hmm. PA and their website says, now this obviously can't be verified, but Brian alluded to mm-hmm. it during the, um, overview of DOS Oxfest. Uh, it says the country's largest antique and classic car show. The whole country. Wow. It says the country's largest antique and classic wow. car show. Now, whether or not that's I'm just, not sure how they measure that. Right. But I don't know it, if that's anecdotal. Surprise me if on the East Coast it was not one of the largest. Like right. I mean, the whole country. Um, wow. But yeah. Yeah. So and in 2020, wow. the featured car area will showcase Cadillac and LaSalle. So um, mm. now, does your does your father-in-law still go? He does. Uh, he does go. I don't know if he will. I mean, this year's schedule is just right, shut the smithereens for obvious different. reasons. <laughs> right, right. Um, but he does still go. He's skipped the last – I think he's switched it to like every other year um, because, again, he is – you know, he's super serious. And so for him, it's about maximum variety every summer because he keeps a scrapbook and he has, you know, pictures that he shares and keeps a photo album. And so he's trying to capture photos of as many cars as possible. And what I've heard about Makunji is that while it is extraordinarily large and extraordinarily diverse, it also mm-hmm. has an extraordinarily dedicated fan base so and an extraordinarily dedicated. So a lot of the same people come to show their cars every year. And so while it's still great if it's your first time there, he's been there now for how many years? And most of the car, not most of, but a lot of the cars are the same. And again, for him, it's maximum variety. So he doesn't get as much diversity in his, in his, uh, photo gallery as he would, if he went somewhere else. So that's I'm sure for the people that actually take their cars there though, that is kind of like a reunion for those people too. So I only went to the car part once cause I walked around it with him the first year I went and then it was like, well, there's this toy show. I'm not going to this ever again, but <laughs> I did go to it once. And, uh, it, it is wild. I mean, it is like, and they do yeah. a cruise night. They do a cruise night where people line the streets and the people, you know, cruise their cars through the streets, you know, go like five miles an hour and do a cruise. And like, people love it. I mean, it, it's, it, it is like the thing to do. And if you are into classic cars and if you own one, it, you know, this is the place you go every year to like connect with old friends and to like have people fawn over the thing that you have that you love so much, right? You take it to this place so people can photograph it and talk to you about it and want to touch it and want to tell you stories about it and ask you questions. And yeah, this is, it's a big deal. Now, I yeah. believe I went to the original incarnation three times. I believe my first was to summer of 2005. That was the introduction. I remember the hype surrounding it and it blowing away, like it not even being like you would think something that you guys talked about to me for the better part of a year uh, and that it couldn't live up to the hype. And I remember getting there and like within the first like three stands, I was like, I didn't bring enough money. Like, there's, <laughs> yeah. like I'm yep. not leaving here without a substantial amount of new collectibles. And 
I, I mean, we've we've found you know vintage mint on card and loose, um, you know, real Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Star Wars stuff, both both modern and vintage, and, and a variety of everything in between. And so I went that first year with you guys, and then next year I was dating this girl, and she came along, and that's when we uh, taught her the that's uh, right. The uh, Master Exploder. The Master Exploder, which I invited right. her to join me because, spoiler, that woman would become my wife. And we've now been together for over 15 years. And uh, she came to the toy town with us, sat on the bus. And, and yeah, I'm not sure she right. knew what she was getting herself into, but she played along. Yeah. And uh, she um, presented with a Master Exploder, which yeah. she thought it was a joke and we were going to make fun of her about. But then we ran right over up. and found that she had found mint in box real Ghostbusters stuff that I ended up buying. So, um, oh really? Yeah. I don't. Remember. I mean, I remember her. I remember her like inaugural exploder, but I didn't remember what she had actually. It was found. a. It was. I mean, it wasn't a great box, but it was a, a mint in box Ecto five hundred. <sighs> so, Sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I still have that. Uh, it's not out at the moment. It's not on display at the moment. I still have it, but the box is in pretty beat up shape. Uh, I do need to find it again because I'd like to get it on display. But mm. yeah, that was the first thing that she found. And I was just like, well, that was great. And then I went the next well, year. For the, for, for the pur- purpose of the show, you know, you have to explain what the Master Exploder is because well, but see, people are going to be listening to this well, and be I, like, I, I, that's something that you guys have to explain. Uh, that was, right. that well, was just that's not I'm for rec- me to explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think Brent invented it, but I don't well, of remember course exactly Brent invented how. It. Yes, of course, <laughs> Brent invented it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So the, the so so you know the 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 uh, the the mall, the Allentown Mall example is a perfect example to set this up. So you you find something at a, at a stand where you uh you know that there's something superb at this place you know that there's something highly desirable uh, but you don't want to raise a ruckus because you don't want other people to get to it before you do uh, and you want to alert your uh, compatriots without about to this thing without other people without raising awareness and sometimes without raising awareness uh, of the vendor because the vendor might not even know what she or he has at the stand right, right so yeah. uh, you know the code word then became master exploder because uh, that's what that's what you could yell pretty like. Uh, it was innocuous enough and meaningless enough to everybody else, but uh, would not come up in regular conversation in any other way. So you knew that if you heard that, that from some, somebody you were traveling with, that there was something desirable in their vicinity. So you would be walking through the toy show and like, you know, just looking at like vintage Batman returns figures. And then from like down the, down the stall, you would hear like, Mr. Motor, like, like, and then so, so you would know. Yeah. That, yeah. Like it's yeah. a it, this could be a tangents uh, a tangents exclusive here, but <laughs> the uh, origins of would, Master Exploder behind the, the origins music. of Master Exploder. Master Exploder is actually a song yes. by by Tenacious D. So I would I guess I was just listening to a lot of Tenacious D at the time, and I was like, Master Exploder is a great name, and uh, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. going to be that's going to be the word the the, the phrase that we say to uh, as Brian. You described, you know, alert people of a yeah. of a great deal. Yeah, the, and that, of that's, a master explosion. And I do love. I wish Kelly was here to tell the story because she was like, I always thought you guys were just ready to make fun of me because I thought it had some like some un, 
some weird connotation or something to it. And you guys are just going to mm-hmm. start laughing when I start yelling this in front of the public. And I was like, no, this is a Brent concoction. Uh, we've right. used it a few years. Don't worry about it. I do remember later right. in that same trip. And I think it was the 2006 trip that Kelly was on where, um, we were walking around and Brent was down farther in the one grassy aisle. And like, he just stuck his head out and like started yelling master exploder. And, and then Uh-oh. Kelly said, Kelly. no, Kelly was like, I, th- I think Brent oh, just no. master exploded. Oh, uh, Joey, you're losing you, buddy. You're losing me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's not good. Well, well you're back now. Good. Okay. Well, I'm back. Good. Right. That's good. Um, <laughs> okay. But Brent, Brent just started yelling it a couple times, and I think Kelly clued Brian and me in, and was like, "Brent just master exploded over there. You better, you better get over there." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yep. So so. Three years outdoor toy town. We didn't ever get hit with significant bad weather. It was great because that was always a worry because if it's raining, no one's going to want to have their their sale items out. Um, we never really found right. much on the inside one. Um, then Kelly and I moved to Indiana, and I, I mentioned this earlier that I flew back in the summer of of two thousand eight for the um, for that edition of DOS Oxfest, and um, we unfortunately found mm-hmm. that randomly. They had moved the event of Toy Town to the weekend before the main event mm-hmm. of the, the yep. car show, and we were devastated because we couldn't go. We had missed it. So remind well, and and we found that we found that out because that morning before we left, we're like, we should go on the website for Duck Talks Fest, yeah, which is like exactly as you, if you're listening to this, like exactly as you would picture it, like static background, animated GIF of a car turning. Oh, it's you know, turning around. It's up on the screen right now. Actually, I've been. Uh, I've been it's still the same it. site. Is no, it's still updated. Have it? It, it, it's, oh, it's oh, it is. Yeah, oh, it's darn decent. it. Oh, okay. It, it's not. Well, it's not um, as uh, like Angel Fire as it was before. Yeah. So. Right. Right. But can you still? Here's the thing: Can you still click on the link to download admissions coupons? Right? If you if you can download and print coupons um, to get like a dollar off admission. I don't admission. see the coupons. I see registration. <laughs> um, the card. So club that's what we list. were doing. We were, we went online in that that morning to get the coupons so that we could save like two bucks or whatever on on uh, admission to Das Alpsfest. And then when we logged in, we saw that they had uh, posted an important update that none of us well, had been aware of. So we're, we're reading this and we're checking times and like the bus schedule and like how much we need. And like you said, the coupon. And then I was like, wait, what does that date say? And we read yeah. it and we're like, I'm like, we're, we missed it. Like this is yeah. August. And it was like the la- the weekend in July. Like they had, that's what they had moved it to the week before. Mm-hmm. And we were just standing right. there they in disbelief. The, the only silver lining there was that we all had saved up money and we all decided to go to target and Brent bought the big millennium Falcon, which we ended up yes. reviewing on YouTube and is still so, up there and yeah, has so received like 65,000 views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have one thing to add because, well, first of all, the first year I went to to, to toy show, to, to, to McCunchy Toy Show, Das Oxfest, with Brian. I went with Brian and, and Mr. Wiz, and I remember coming home with a trash bag yeah. filled with toys. Yeah. I remember a trash, literal trash bag <laughs> that was filled with toys. And then that year when we went, or when we discovered it was not uh, open that weekend, it was like one of the most depressing moments of my life because oh, yeah, were, we, were course, we were shattered. We were no, distraught. But remind me though, we, there was was that the year that we still went out there anyway and said, okay, we're we're gonna go. No, so we, out there. We that did, was the we, next we did, year. No, that was the next oh. year. Oh, okay. 
That okay. was the next year. The next year was like in some sort of gravel lot. Remember uh, that? Right. And, yeah, and it was super depressing. Um, it was very tiny. No, no, did we... Maybe we did go up and just walk around the flea market, which is all like car stuff. Because yeah. I know we did that one year. I don't remember if that was that year. I don't remember if we went up and paid for admission. Because... I, I thought we went to like Target. You know what? I think you're right. I think we went up there yeah, and we, we spent up. like two hours there and just walked around. But like there was nothing. Like it had we had missed it. Of course, right. we had to go I to think, McDonald's. I think you're right. Well, yeah, I think we, from the pet wash. We right. Yeah. Uh, we we drove like we're like we waited all year for this day. We saved up a ton of money. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go, and we so we like went and just to like go through the motions, and like sure enough, like it was the toy show was not there, and it was gone, and mm-hmm. uh, it was depressing. But then on the way back home, we went to Target, and that's when Brent bought the Millennium Falcon, and then we came home and put it together, and then shot the video. Yes, I, and I remember being like, okay, I I have saved up all this money to buy. To, to like barge on something as they would say and yes have some right Joey yeah uh to just buy something like toy related and I was like I'm going to do it today regardless and there was that the BMF as they call it the big Millennium Falcon was uh was had just been released like weeks ago weeks prior and so I went I went I was like okay screw this I'm gonna go to did we go to Target did we get a Target or we did it was it I'm pretty Rush? sure it was at Target well, you know what? I don't know. I thought it was Target, but yeah, I don't. I, it's okay. over a decade ago now. I'm, I'm yeah, not sure. I don't remember. Um, I don't I'm remember. trying to find the video without logging in, uh, so it's been tough. I thought I would search Millennium Falcon unboxing. It would be somewhere near the top if we've gotten that many views over the yeah. years. But um, well, the thing about that video is that it's still one of the only ones because Brent has every Millennium Falcon uh, that they've made, or at least had made up until that point. There were there were uh, I, th- I guess what three or four Millennium Falcons at that point? The yeah, one from well, yeah, something like that. Re- yeah, I think it was like I had the the vintage one, and then the one from 1995, which is basically a vintage repaint, re- repaint, yep. which yep. is the Power of the Force two one, uh-huh. and then and then the the big Millennium Falcon. I don't know no, if I had any others one. aside from that. There are some people right. online that I've seen that have that have done like reviews and they have like the micro machine one. And then they have like the other one, mm. like, the, like that, like that. Mm-hmm. And they have like every size of the Millennium Falcon. Right. Okay. For that one. But, um, right. But at so, the time, but right. yeah, at, at the, the time, time it, was, it was the first video to put that Millennium Falcon in context. Like not only there were not, there were people reviewing toys on YouTube because that's why we did it. That was still a pretty novel thing at the time, but people were doing it. But this video showed you that Millennium Falcon compared to, the two two generations which hadn't done yet right Right. yeah this was uh yeah it was was an early one yeah it was was definitely an early one for sure mm -hmm. yeah so all right well i'm Uh, I'm logging into my account so this is gonna we're gonna have this here um (laughs) the best part about it is right at the beginning this is podcast gold right here (laughs) tune in to listen to joey search youtube (laughs) right right well that's why i let you guys just kind of talk there for a little bit because i was like i'll just log in and find it i'm sure it's in there somewhere um well i remember making mm -hmm. making the best of a a terrible day um a depressing Mm -hmm. day and we really made the best of it because we 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 did that and we filmed that thing and it was super fun we had a lot of fun doing that um, that day, but, oh, yeah. uh, yep. but that was really depressing. And then after that, it really wasn't the same again. Um, if I rec- 
recall, it was like the year after that. They they changed the weekend of it, or the toy show was the week prior, or day prior, or whatever. And mm-hmm. now, and mm-hmm. then it was one year, Joey, the last year that you and I went. It was in like a parking lot. Of well, that so school, right. So we actually have gone twice since. Um, so we went in okay. when I moved back. When Kelly and I moved back here, um, and I don't remember if it was the first year, if it was August '09, if it was the year after, after. Um, in August of 2010, it was one of those first years that I had been back here and you and I, I think it was 2010. You and I were like, you know what? Let's check this out again. Let's go. Uh, yeah. because it said that, that they were having toy town. Like we hadn't, I, right. I feel like, it, I don't know, the year doesn't really matter, but it was about a decade ago and Brett and I are like, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to check it out. So like we go to the normal spot. We can't find like the bus to go to the field, we mm-hmm. drive around. We we just we don't know what's going on, and eventually we just heard that it was going to be down like below the 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 car show, closer to like right. where the road you cross over train tracks, which sounds a lot like the Merchant yeah. Square Mall thing. But like it's down yeah. to like the old train <laughs> mm-hmm. station, like and there was going to be like a it was going to be in the like a gravel storage That's area, right. and yep. like. But we were so used to it opening like at eight o'clock because I think we left around like six six thirty in the morning. Yeah. Drove up there, right. got parked, to get there early, got yeah. in line, got on the bus, yeah. and like everyone was ready to go by eight. So Brett and I did the same thing, and finally it was like I don't know eight thirty nine o'clock until we finally got word that that was happening, and then they're like, "Oh, it's going to be opening soon." And I think they finally yeah. opened it at like ten or eleven o'clock, and. We yeah. walked in and like they barely had anything set up. It was super weird. It was very disappointing. And at that point yeah. was where we kind of just gave up. Like we're like, well, I think they have officially ki- killed, they killed it. Toy Town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was an unfortunate decision that year that they decided to split it when the, the most unfortunate day that we were just talking about. And I, well, I think I you know, I kind of understand what had gone on. Like the toy show and the car show like co-evolved together on the same on the same weekend, right? And they both got so big that they needed to do something because the town was just swamped with both those events. And if you're, you know, a small town in Pennsylvania and you have these two massive events that are going to bring, bring people into the town, uh, holding them on the same day is perhaps not the most strategic choice because if you're going to get people to come to your town for some kind of event, uh, you can do it twice instead of once you're going to do that. So they tried moving the toy show to a different day to kind of alleviate, I think alleviate uh, congestion in the town and then also to get people to come to Makanji two days out of the year in, in, uh, instead of one day. Yeah. Uh, the, and they, the problem was there was no way for them to get that info out to anyone except those right, in Makanji. Right. Like there was, right. there wasn't exactly, um, you know, they weren't advertising yeah. in online or in newspapers and Facebook was only a right. few years old. So there was no right. real way to disseminate the information um, mm-hmm. unless they mm-hmm. had a list serve for everyone. And I don't think that was something that <laughs> yeah, Docs Oxfest was uh, going to use. Well, you had to check the website, but like who went to the Docs Oxfest, Docs right. Oxfest website it's been happening since the, the 60s to go get coupons. Right, right. It's been happening since the 60s. Everyone knows it's the first weekend in August. Just show up. That's right. Um, you just show up. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. Uh, so that, that sort of inertia, the inertia of the tradition of it kept it going. And then once they broke that momentum, once they broke that inertia, it never recovered. The toy show never right. never recovered. Now, they, they did yeah. move it back after that one or two years where they had messed it up and the year that Brett and I had a terrible time. They, they, they changed things around. They... 
move the outside one into the parking lot and grassy areas around the schools where, and the schools yes. are where the inside shows were always hosted. Which so they, actually that was not terrible. It was just small. No, it was, just way uh, it was smaller. much smaller and things were not as well organized and laid out because you had to move around the school parking lots and, you know, a few, a few hills. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't as ideal as that empty space that mm-hmm. is well, you know, catty corner to the, the one school. Well, what I heard, and maybe, maybe one of you guys mentioned this already, but I heard that 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 field didn't exist anymore. Like they built something on that field, didn't uh, they? They they okay. built like a building, or they actually built like a stadium, or they did something on that field to the point where they that field doesn't exist anymore. Because hmm. I think Joey, maybe you How and I discovered they? that. I know. I know. That was the true field of dreams. It really was. It was the field of dreams. It was, right. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Steve Sansweet like walked out from the cornfield and stuff. (laughs) If you build it, Steve will come. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually going to pull up it uh, it on Google Maps to see if that's true. Um, Immediately searching for McCungie on Google Maps shows the train station that Brent and I sat in waiting for the – weird toy town that they tried to do about a decade ago to come about i remember like because i was i don't remember that very well, well I, I had I know, taken I off the gravel yeah i remember the gravel lot that was that was there next to the train station but i don't remember sitting in like a train station or a, maybe i do okay so like i a, see like on a oh, bench or something yes i know i'm looking at the correct spot because i always remember being mad that the one road we were driving on was buckeye road because i was like screw the buckeyes um, <laughs> and that's where the toy town is. Now I see the corner. So a, a church built in that empty area, um, Bethany church, McCungie campus has a parking lot in the area where toy town used to reside. Toy town. So, mm-hmm. um, that is what okay. happened. Um, a, yeah. the church I now, think... I don't know if the church existed and they just expanded or if they moved there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, at the corner of Brookside and Buckeye roads, uh, that there used to be uh, toy town was in this parking lot right here. If you're watching the video online, mm-hmm. um, and then these schools here on the corner of Buckeye and McCungie roads, um, air middle school and McCungie elementary and shoemaker school. Um, this is the area. These three schools are where the outdoor and indoor toy shows are held now for mm-hmm. DOS Oxfest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Brett and I went in the summer of like 2014 or 2015 and it was fine. Um, it was okay. It wasn't anything special. Mm-hmm. Brett and I had just said, maybe we would try to go back since it's been so many years, check it out again. Um, yeah. But then another toy show popped up that Brett and I were planning on going to, which I think was the same weekend uh, or, or, oh. or right around the same time. So, um, was that was that the York Toy Show? No, well, this one I think the new one might be in York, but it's not the same one that we went to around Thanksgiving okay. a few years ago. Because that that one was cool. I think Brian was with us for that one as well. Yeah, he uh, was. That one, that one. Oh, was I do really remember nice. that. I went to that. Yes, one time. I, I went one time with you all. Yeah. Well, wait, no, Joey, was you just got married. Ago. Yeah, it was a decade ago because Brent left from there to go back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. Yep. It was all right. my way back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that I that I did that. So. Um, yeah, that was that was a really good show. I remember that show really mm-hmm. well, and I don't quite kind of know why we never went back to that show, considering it's way closer to us than Pittsburgh is for the for the other one. So you know, I went back one more time. I went in 2014 with Corinne and Natalie. Um, it was <laughs> it was yeah, that's it was me, Corinne, and Natalie. I can't remember if Jason was with us or not. It may have been me, Corinne, Jason, and Natalie. Um, or Brett, you didn't. You weren't there, were you? Uh, were you I ever there? So. With, I think of a. 
Okay, it might have been. I think I was only there with. For some reason, it reminds. I feel like I think Karim was there, but I, I think I well, was only there one time, and it, it, it was okay. that you were correct. It was on the the day that I was coming back from yeah. Thanksgiving break. I wasn't to sure go if, back to Duquesne. If you came with mm. me again in 2014 when I went, I know it was 2014 because uh, that night was my surprise 30th birthday party, and ah. I was t- to get out of the house. Um, and that's how they did it. Corinne and maybe Jason then took me and Natalie so that Kelly could get, um, the Mm. planning underway for my surprise 30th birthday party. I went to the York toy fair, uh, I guess Mm -hmm. with Corinne, Jason and, and brought Natalie along. So, um, yeah, I don't think I was there. Yeah, that was a good event. That was definitely one. If we don't get to go to anything this summer, that would be one that would be interesting to go to around Thanksgiving. Um, for sure. So yeah, Steel City Con, Das Oxfest, the Toy Town yeah. there. Um, yeah. You know, we took Leesport. You know, that's more of a flea market, but you do tend to find some neat things there every so often. Um, yeah, a lot of fun memories. Hopefully, we can find some other cool shows to go to and talk about it. But before we go, I do want to say that I actually sold our, our us short um, the. First video for the Millennium Falcon unboxing that that we did has over seventy thousand views. Wow! Um, so. Holy moly. Yeah, because at the time YouTube had an upload limit. You it, that no longer exists, as far as I know. But YouTube had an upload limit, so you couldn't put a video of longer than a certain length. Yeah, so we I had think to it was split, like ten minutes. We had or to something. split. Right, right. I think it was 10 minutes. So we had a longer video. Our review was longer than that. So we had to split it up. That's yeah. why there's two of them. So actually, I have um, the first one pulled up and I'm going to play it with audio um, just because I love when oh, uh, <laughs> when Brent first starts. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's great. And and watch carefully, watch carefully because he, like, he, he, you know, he does the classic like, oh, hey, I didn't see you there. Yeah. But then he puts the instructions on the table <laughs> and they fall off right away. He's like, hello. And, and oh, oh yeah. I didn't see you there. And he stands up and the instructions fall. And that was like the first comment we got. It was just like, LOL, the instructions fell. Right. <laughs> so and there are 37 comments on the video. Uh, and every so often I get an email saying, there's a new comment on your video. And I look at no it and it's way. that one. Yeah. I, the, the most recent one was a year ago. So we're due for a new comment. Um, okay. For this every uh, year, we get our one this video comment. that's nice. like twelve years old now, or what, whatever. So uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Usually, if it's people that are just like, "This is lame." People, you go, go kill yourself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think we ever got that negative comments. We do have thumbs down for what it's worth, but um, yeah, I'm sure. So here, I don't know if you guys will be able to hear this, but I'll play the first like thirty seconds or so, just until Brent okay. gives us the little intro. And uh, okay. yeah, here we go. Hello there, and welcome to a review of the new Star Wars Legacy Collection, Millennium Falcon. But first, let's take a look at some of the other Falcons released by Hasbro in the past 30 years, <laughs> or three decades. Oh, I didn't hear it. First, we have the 1980 version so of the Millennium Falcon. Brent is uh, showing which, off his Millennium uh, Falcon collection right now. <laughs> uh, I like how he goes, decals, over uh, the last 30 years, white, or three decades. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind, we did the whole video in one take. Right? You're right. We, we did. Were, like, this was like a continuous, uh, continuous yep. shot. One thing, continuous shot. Fifteen minutes long. Shot. Right. There was no. There, I mean, imagine that video made today. Imagine that video made made today. It would be like 
Hey everybody, welcome. Uh, this video is sponsored by Surge Sports. Do you like Surge Sports? Hit like and subscribe. And then it would start, and then Brent would be like, hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brent. Like, <laughs> he would do this whole thing, and like, uh, smash that like button if you want to see more Falcon, y'all. And then like, yeah. it would be this whole, no, no. I mean, this was just, we yeah, turned just the camera like, on, we yeah. we did it in one take. There was no There was no product placement, there was no promotion, there was no like and subscribe, there was no algorithm. Uh, like manipulation, there was no thumbnail manipulation. I mean, we just shot a video and put it on YouTube. And like, yeah, we weren't trying anymore. to monetize it at all. Right, at, right. I, I, I do right. like that. At one point, I refer to uh, the uh, hollow chessboard as Sabak, and I come back later and change that. I'm like, I'm sorry, it was Dejeric. <laughs> Like I just like pop <laughs> back in, and, like it's like Brent, like the whole time Brian's filming, and then like I pop in every so often, right? Oh yeah, here here I am. I, I, I'm 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 activating the sounds as Brent is talking about them. Uh, but the right, size comparison right. is pretty impressive when you look back to the old ones compared to that one at that time. And I actually think that the that. 2008 Legacy Collection Falcon, I think, still sells for $200, $300 on eBay. Well, the coolest well, part saw. of that, well, the coolest part of that one to me was that it would, uh, it would randomly fail to start. The yeah. Falcon would randomly yep. fail. To, yep. Like, so you'd press the liftoff button and it would do, it would do like a, like it would like fail to start. And it, cause you know, it's a hunk of junk and it can't, you know, it doesn't always get off the ground. And that was the coolest part of that, of that uh, vehicle to me. So uh, yeah. we have uh, 133 thumbs up, 24 thumbs down, 37 comments, Pretty good. 70,418 views. This was uploaded on August 5th, 2008. So wow. sounds about right. Yep. So, sounds about right. So I was right because that means I went to the toy show with you guys in 05, 06, and 07. 07 is the mm-hmm. fateful year that I decided to start collecting modern Star Wars again and uh, bought just so much stuff over the next like three years to yeah. ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous uh, amount. Cause I didn't realize they had that many clones out. Like that was the thing. Like we were, we were at, at DOS Oxfest in August, 2007. And I was like, what is that? Where, where does that come from? When did they sell that? And I just right. saw all these different clone troopers. And I was like, I need to start getting some of these. And, and now I have them all. Well, oh. DOS Oxfest was where we were introduced to the idea of a character focus, right? So <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like oh my gosh! How do we there. not tell that story? <laughs> There's so many yeah. stories we haven't told. We haven't told. I, you know. oh, yeah. there, I mean, we have. Oh my gosh! Years. You're right. We didn't. Do even you still it. have that R2D2 from the, at DOS Alexfest? The wooden R2D2. Yeah, I found that at Mom and Dad's the other day. Actually, that, that wooden R2D2. It was, it was, I still have. Yep. It. It was yeah. some kind of like hand-painted wooden R2-D2, two-dimensional. It was basically like a slab of wood cut in the shape of R2-D2 and then hand-painted. Uh, um, I don't know what it was. I don't know where it came from. But you it bought was this not, thing like right in the beginning. Yeah. And it was, you bought it, was, it right I in the beginning of the day. And then yeah, you put it in cheap. your backpack. What was it? It was super cheap. So, like, I mean, it was super yeah. inexpensive. Somebody had made it. It was like a trap. Yeah. And I was like, you right. know, that's kind of cool. It definitely was old. You could tell, like, it was, it was, yes, it was painted a long time ago. So, somebody in the 70s or 80s must have just, like, oh, I like R2D2. I'm going to paint this. I'm going to paint cut, this. Or cut it was this a kit thing. they got, like a kit yeah, you could maybe. buy. Like a, yeah. And then, it didn't you know, even look like still. that, though. Yeah. It didn't even look like that. It looked like it was hand, hand painted. Like, it didn't, right. I mean, it was very, it wasn't like, a, like an artist did it, really. Maybe not. But it was just yeah. like a, you know, look like that. But I thought it was cool, like almost like, you know, folk art or something like that. So I was like, oh, yeah. this is kind of yeah. cool. 
you know, and four bucks or something like that. So it's very um, kitschy and cool and unique. You know, there might not be another one of those that exists in the world. So it was definitely a good pickup. But you put it in your backpack because we had, we were smart enough to take backpacks in subsequent years so that we could actually carry all the stuff we got because we didn't have to go to the trash bag uh, strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then you had that thing sticking out of your backpack walking around and this guy stopped you yeah. to like try to like chat about the R2, wooden R2-D2 sticking out of the back of your backpack. And he was yeah. like, he was like eating what, like a giant sausage sandwich or like a giant egg sandwich or something? I don't know. Um, or, or, but the, like the sloppiest, yeah, like the sloppiest like egg sandwich or whatever that you could ever imagine. And he's like trying to talk to you about RTD2. And he's like, yeah, you get that RTD2. Yeah, you get that over there at that other stand. Yeah, I love RTD2. He's my character focus. But didn't he like? And he like took a he, huge. Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought he would put his hands together, but you're saying he took a bite out of the sandwich. Yeah, he took a bite was. out of the sandwich. Yeah, he was like, in my character focus, <laughs> like took this huge bite of the sloppy sandwich. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, and then, but that, that introduced us to the concept of the character focus, which is as a collector, you, uh, you, know, you might have to limit yourself to a particular focus. Right. We're not all Steve uh, Sansweet. So. You know, and so Joey chose clones, which was, uh, you know, a good choice, but also as he soon discovered, <laughs> one that spiraled very yeah, quickly yeah in the <laughs> why couldn't i have chose but, like uh, uh, ice cream maker guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 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 yeah so uh but we you know my wife and i still say that you know character focus when character we're focus. when we're uh we're talking about people's interests or like you know if they only like part of something we'll be like well he has a specific character focus you know it's like yeah. one of the other watch watch movies and it's like we uh, it's like hitchcock movies but he only likes Hitch- hitchcock movies with so-and-so in it it's a particular character focus or whatever we still use that phrase <laughs> one of the things other sayings brian or or things that we always recite is uh how's the place how's the place how's the place which was <laughs> if true. you remember we were in the car going about ready to drive away and that's what the year that joy wasn't with us he was at the he was at his right. uh brand this was new Year two, uh, I believe. Brand, yeah, yeah, the brand is that the first year that that Joey, I believe, your family had uh, purchased the the shore home, the condo, and my my parents were down for the first time, and I was on the phone with my mom, and I she just kept talking and talking. I was like, "How's the place? How's the place?" And she never heard me. I was like, "How's the place? How's the place?" Uh, so now. <laughs> <laughs> so now whenever i see kate she's always like how's the place how's the place how's the place <laughs> yeah, yeah every time somebody moves every time somebody moves house or like you know as soon as you bought your first house she called you and was like how's the place how's the place how's the place <laughs> i was probably i was probably pretty wound up already considering the fact that i was like i just like spent 250 dollars on toys and then like and then, <laughs> yeah and then then i was like talking to mom and it was that was the year that joey you 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 talked about it from the other perspective you know yeah um and like yeah, you were down funny. there and you heard about and that's the year and that was the year i was that was the year of how's the place how's the place how's the place <laughs> yeah so that would have been so, 2004 that's funny because i was sitting on a blanket you know like reading a book while your mom is mm-hmm. on the phone with you and that's when like she yeah, told yeah. me she's like <laughs> oh the boys wanted to go to the toy show and i was like oh man i wish i was at a toy show <laughs> so, um, sitting on a beach yeah like, i'm sitting oh, on the beach just hanging out <laughs> wish i could be somewhere else right wish now. i could be <laughs> right, exactly. wish i could not be in my bathing suit under the sun and i wish i was sweating right. in a field in mccungee pennsylvania 
<laughs> right. So uh, and then one they thing literally about... paved paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> literally, and yeah, literally. So the the second part of our Falcon review, we we stopped it. The first part is the exterior. The second part is the interior. It has far fewer views, only 29,581. For some reason, it wasn't posted until a day later. I'm not really sure why I did it that way. Um, but it 102 thumbs up to only three thumbs down, so that's a positive. And it does have 28 comments, and the most recent was three months ago. So Okay. Um, what did the person say three months ago? Lamar Avery said, for $75 on clearance, I should have bought more of these. I could have made a killing. These are going for $600 to $1,000 on eBay. Yeah. So wow. I think that I think that really wow. holy. Yeah. So I looked well, a few know what other, years you know what ago. Other toys really, really. I noticed was they were searching the one day at the yes have some thing at eBay hunt was the Naboo Royal Starship. Yeah, you right? have two. And they were searching. I have two. I have one that's out of the box, and I have one in the box that Jason Kaiser picked up for me, and I bought. I ended up getting the second one on clearance for fifty dollars, and yeah. uh, I think now they're selling for like I don't know three fifty or something like that. They're 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 not cheap. They're they're no nope. pricey. Yep. <laughs> so, but at the time, at the time, that was the Falcon of its era, though. That was like the premier Star Wars playset yeah. to have. I mean, that's the biggest ship that had the biggest ship they'd ever the done. Biggest ship. It might be bigger than mm. so the Falcon. I have it in mint in box, never touched, never opened. I have it. Um, the last I checked was a few years ago because one of the Star Wars podcasters that I listened to was interested in buying one, and I, I sent him pictures, and, and we never ended up finishing the deal. Uh, I mm-hmm. wasn't sure I was necessarily ready to part with it or not, but I, I mean, unless they've doubled in price since then, when I looked, they were going for around three hundred. This guy says six hundred to a thousand. You got to look at uh, sold ones, not listings. You got to look for the sales. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna I, say yeah, six hundred right. bucks is like a lot, right. or a thousand bucks is a ton. I'm looking back on some of these comments, and most of them are, you know, whatever. Then this one guy eight years ago yeah. commented, "I have to, and I have to beep it. Put some effing shoes on." That was the comment. Because I don't know that we have shoes on in the video. <laughs> so, and then someone replied and goes, and bring disgusting filth from the street in the home. Are you effing gross or what? <laughs> People are debating about whether or not you should be wearing shoes during our filming yes. on this. Wow. Okay. Right. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, people, people on the internet, man. Dude, man people yeah, on people the on the internet, but YouTube commenters, it's just like, oh my gosh, oh, it's awful. Um, it's I mean, awful. most of these are fine. Most of these are just like, oh, that's really cool. I want it. Uh, one of them says, I really want one of these now. Great review, five stars. You know, like most of them are positive, but that one guy's like, put some effing shoes on. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yes, oh, gotta love it. Oh people, um, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, we could go on and on and talk about our our toy adventures, and hopefully uh, mm-hmm. we can go hit a few shows in the coming years as well. But uh, we're gonna have to wrap it up. I'm I'm low on time yeah. here, and uh, sure. I appreciate you guys joining me. And Brent, this was an awesome topic. Had a good time reminiscing about all the uh, yeah. the fun toy hunts Thank we've you. done at the toy shows around uh, the state. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can do this again in, in, in a couple weeks again. Yeah, be, that'd be fun. Let's think of some other topics that we want to we want to chat about in terms of pop culture or things that we've done and mm-hmm. be, uh, be fun to fun to chat again in a few weeks. And um, sounds good. I should be um, I would think because they are hitting Walmarts now, the um, retro real Ghostbusters line, the six figures oh, are available yes. at Walmarts around the country. Uh, I've used yep. BrickSeek to look around 
Pennsylvania in our region, Brent, uh, the four Ghostbusters have not been inventoried anywhere near us, but Slimer mm. and Stay Puffed are relatively close mm. within 10 miles. Um, well, you already ordered mm. some, but right? My ne- well, ordered the next them. thing I was going to say was, remember, I have a set ordered for you guys as long as it's fulfilled, yeah. so you don't have to worry about nice. it. Um, if Does you're the out, set include the monsters, too? It includes uh, Yeah, I got you one Safe of, one of the each. Green Ghost? Yep, nice. one of each. All six of them. Excellent. Um, awesome. I'm hoping awesome. that we get, since they're in stores now, I'm hoping they send out shipping notifications in the next, like, 10 days. Uh, so yeah, once I yeah. have them in hand, I'll let you guys know, and um, okay. I'll, maybe yeah. I can bring your set to the shop, Brandon. You can swing by and pick yeah. it up, and uh, Brian, we can talk awesome. if you want me to ship it or if you want to wait till you come home. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll deal okay. with that then. But I can venue, I can venue you the yeah. money or something like that. Yeah, the, and, uh, uh, maybe we can talk about those on the next show. Hopefully, we have them. Yeah. Did you get? By the way, you spoke yeah. last night in the uh, the eBay hang about some prospective uh, vintage toys that were yeah, arriving. Yeah, so I thought today. they were arriving today. I, I spoiler for Brian because Brian already knows. I finished my original Heroes Wave series by getting the Slimed Heroes set mint on card. Wow! So I have every release of every hero figure from the eighties and early nineties. <sighs> Uh, once the uh, once Man. the package arrives, who knows when that'll wow. be? Because so I thought it was coming. Series. Away. Yeah. So. Do you have every one of the glow? Do you have every one of the glow heroes? Yeah, well? that was the first one I got. I got that yeah. on eBay You're about a- eight years ago. So you are sitting on a mm-hmm. fortune, my yeah, and I'm not even like <laughs> um, halfway through the original releases, but I have all the hero lines now, which was kind heroes, of a, a yeah. big one. You know, I wanted Stay Puft, yeah. Green Ghost, and then the hero lines, especially because Slime Heroes are as close to the original releases as you can get. I think so. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Well, oh, right. In terms of like figure body or yeah, the way like, the way that they like... look, slime heroes. I think yeah. is as close as you're gonna get. Plus, they came with mm-hmm. the original. They came with the original packs, but the packs yes. were purple. They were just purple, blues. right? Right. So. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, but good stuff. Thanks for joining me, guys. And hopefully, we can yeah. do it again. You know, in the next uh, few weeks. Awesome. Definitely, Thank you, Joey. All right. All right. Well, you guys have a good afternoon. We'll talk Take to you later, later guys. Yep. Bye bye. All right, that's going to be it for me, too. I'm going to head out. This is it for Episode 9 of Tangents with Friends. Hopefully, uh, we'll be back in a few weeks. Everyone stay safe and uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening to Tangents with Friends. You can find more episodes at jmnjrradio.com. And if you do want to hear about sports, tune into the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show live every Sunday.